Well, it looks like we have a new president of the United States of America. After four long, grueling days, guys, we have a new president, number 46. I sit down with the gentleman of creating change, and we are going to discuss this and the future of America government. This is Go Creator Go. I'm Antoine Bean. Let's get into it. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Go Creator Go. I'm Antoine Dean. I am your host. And uh, interesting times that we are in, (laughs) for sure. Interesting times. We got a new president, y'all. It has been election week, not day, week. (laughs) And finally, as The Rock would say, finally, there's a new president president of the united states (laughs) and it's an interesting situation indeed uh joining me by popular demand i cannot tell you how many emails i've gotten about y'all and how many people have asked when the brother's gonna get back on when y'all gonna have the men on again well ladies and gentlemen particularly the ladies they're here. <laughs> they are here. Uh, Armani Alexander, educator and extraordinaire brain of just genius. He is here with us. Hello, Armani. How are you doing, sir? I am doing well. I'm super excited to be back with you. Uh. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And also, Pastor Sam. Fitting. Mercy. Yes. What it do, though? What it do, <laughs> sir? What it do? Courtney. <laughs> Is that a mushroom built? Is that a mushroom <laughs> built? <laughs> and along with them is to finish out and round us home, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Antonio Bright. Hello, sir. Hey, good evening <laughs> or good afternoon. Glad to be here. Wherever you are in the world. And speaking of in the world, thank you so much um, to our international listeners in particularly England and in Australia, and also in certain parts of the motherland. All right. God bless y'all. Thank y'all so much for, yeah, thank y'all so much for supporting us. And our good friends in Germany, too. We got a a few in Germany also that are listening to Go Creator Go. So, Dr. Shane. And uh, God bless you. And so, guys, we got a new president. Number 46. 46. 46. I didn't claim 45 anyway. About time. <laughs> right. Now, you sound like my brother. My brother. My brother, It's man. like we just skipped a number. You know, we went from man. 44 to 46. This 40. one's just going to be an asterisk <laughs> that gets lost in history. What, what happened to 45? What are we talking about? Well, yeah, you can't because you can't square root 45. So yeah. I mean, there you go. <laughs> Is, am I right, Armani? Yes. Okay, right. okay, okay. Yeah. Man, whoo. Okay, I had to ask. I had to ask because math is not my that's not my ministry (laughs) (laughs) i had to ask the teacher (laughs) so yeah the doctor yeah 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 so we have a president after 
four days yeah. after after four an election days. week. Yeah. An election week. So it started off a little interesting. Even as even the beginning of this thing started weird. Like very, it started at so. a snail's pace. Like yeah. Biden gets uh 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 I think the first state was Kentucky. Yeah, that was the first state. Kentucky was the first one, only had eight electoral votes. When that came in, they were like, Okay, he's got Kentucky. And then next thing you know, it's just a pause. Then all of a sudden, Biden came, bam, New York, pow, uh, the, Vermont, Vermont, and Delaware, New, New Hampshire. And, you know, it was just pink, 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 pink. And then all of a sudden, the Trump states started to come in, like the Dakotas, Tennessee, Tennessee, mm-hmm. Tennessee, Tennessee. So that came in. And then, of course, but Mississippi, it was, right, right, Alabama, you know. So, yeah, but it did. And then as the states got bigger, the results got slower. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> like Texas took forever, you know. It, when, it almost turned it blue. Almost. It almost. And it has not been it blue, almost. I don't think, since Clinton. It has not been blue, I don't think. No, that's that's not it, true. Before that 70s. It, it, yeah, that's right. That's right. Before that. Yeah, it was uh, Jimmy Carter, if I'm not mistaken. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is awesome because Jimmy Carter is an amazing man of God. Just the man is like 99 yeah. plus years old, still building Lord, homes. Running, <laughs> trying to make the man is building houses and in his nineties for Habitat for Humanity. God bless wow. president Carter. Uh, and uh, yeah, bless his health too. And, and now Jesus. God bless president Trump as you <laughs> depart, as he departs, make your departure. You think friend. he's going to leave quietly in the night? Oh, oh no. no! Oh no! He is I don't about want to him put to. up a fight. <laughs> He's about to put up a temper tantrum. You know them little four-year-olds uh, in the grocery store that you go to. So, <laughs> so where I live, I go to the Collierville grocery store. That's like of a, course, re- a yes, really nice suburban yes, uh, yes. area. Of course, not they a serve lot of you uh, like um, they serve you like hors d'oeuvres as I you mean, shop. It's fancy, right? It's really neat. <laughs> I walk into these grocery stores. <laughs> And uh, and I'm that guy that looks at all the parents that can't control their kids because I got minds in line. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, when I look yeah. at all these kids and they're uh, they want they want the fruit roll up so the fruit oh, by the foot yeah, and they can't get it because their parents take away from them. They start falling on the floor. Ah! That's how I'm envisioning President Trump acting as it's time to leave the White but House. But you know, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you at all. I thought that it was gonna be a landslide victory. I, I thought did. they yeah. I, I thought that yeah. Trump was going to kill this. I did. I was like, man, I guess it really doesn't yeah. matter because I think these people have in their mind that Trump I, is I think I was in the same vein. I just didn't want to admit it. Yeah, yeah. I just I just knew it. Yeah. And but I'm gonna be honest with you, looking at this now and how it is. Nothing surprises me anymore. Like 2020, you know, for sure. Yeah, nothing, especially, yeah, man, 2020, this is the same year that the entire world shut down. Mm-hmm. This is the entire year that we have now, what, we're knocking at 3 million people worldwide that are that gone, to the, gone to glory from this virus. We, we're looking at the same year that economy is just, man, we don't know where it is. And, you know, stimulus packages and all kind of stuff going on and people uh, getting Supreme Court justice jobs with no experience. And I mean, it's just I mean, it's all bets are off. So it would not surprise me at all if this wasn't over. You know, I I can see where you're coming from with that. However, yeah, I look at I look at things through a spiritual lens. And yeah, man. And earlier in the year, I teach us. I feel like what the Lord was showing me was 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 vivid of me hearing. I was I was talking I was talking about help is on the way from First Samuel chapter eleven. Right. 
and and how at that particular point in time there was this king um of the Assyrians, mm-hmm. King Nahash. Yes. And King Nahash comes against the children of Israel and Jabesh Gilead. Yep. And as he's there, um, Jabesh Gilead begins to communicate among the, the countrymen. Right. Hey, in seven days, we're going to die, fam. Mm-hmm. They're going to pluck out our right eye. They're going to take over our country. Mm-hmm. And when it got to the right ears to hear the communication, Saul began to get angry. Yeah, he the got Bible says He got angry and the spirit of the Lord fell upon him. He got yep. angry. And in that moment... He said enough is enough and he was drawing the line. And I feel like earlier in the year as I was making that presentation to a group of of people and partners that the Lord was drawing the line in 2020. Mm. This was the year where we've seen a lot of interesting things. For sure. Economy, countries shut down. Oh, yeah. Like not just one. A um, number of yeah. countries shut down. Yeah, yeah. People are getting sick, right? We can't stop the sickness from take overtaking certain people. Man. Even with with the best home remedies, right? People yeah. are still sick right. on yeah. ventilators. Right. Hospitals are overflowing with people. Yep. Yeah. We don't have enough technology to take care of people. We don't have enough PPE, right? Right. And and I just heard I'm drawing the line. I'm tired of it. Yeah. And if this election didn't teach me anything else, was that uh, in the Lord's hands. He's the one that has the final say. Sure. Yes. And if he doesn't want to have a person representing a country, then it's not too hard for him to just draw the line in the sand, mm-hmm. cause the entire world to stop, and do what he does best, which is yeah. make things move and make things work for for him. So what? So that with that said, you know, there's been talk in the body of Christ about the revival. Do you think that that is the direction spiritually? That God, that God is looking uh, to say, well, if not, if you're not going to do it through the through administration, through you know, through your political office, then I'm going to do it through the spiritual offices, the fivefold ministry. I think revival. When we look at it, I think sometimes we get a little bit deep with it, right? A revival is something more than a movement, right? A a, a shifting, okay. It, and, and in that shifting, it sets a new precedence, a new expectation, a new perspective, a new point of view, right? Uh, creating new opinions on how things should work. Yeah. We've been working and operating in the same vein for probably at least in the church for at least maybe a hundred years. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and the last pandemic didn't change it. And uh, the <laughs> pandemic after that didn't change, yeah. right? You know, talking about the Spanish flu yep. and the flu that came around yep. in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. And Yellow so, fever and exactly. all that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is I think right now he's giving us a new level of vision. Mm-hmm. That's, that's good. opening our eyes to seeing the world differently. Yeah. Because we've had to innovate. Mm-hmm. Revival is nothing more than innovation. When the revival fell on the children uh, that God had called in Acts chapter two, that uh, I think it was 120 folk who were in the upper room yep. following Jesus Christ's uh, message. What he what he told them was that on that day you're going to feel uh, my spirit. Yeah. And, and then I think jo- uh, the prophet Joel talks about how sons will prophesy and see visions and old men shall dream dreams and things of that nature, right? And so <coughs> Peter has this address among these people, and as they had that address among those people, he was talking about how God brought revival to us, but from another vein, right? It was innovative. It was creative. And 2020 was a very innovating and creating year. It was. I, I remember two years ago in 18, uh, Apostle Eckhart was traveling the nation, going to churches and ministering and even online. And he kept saying this thing about reset. 
you know, <clears throat> excuse me, about, you know, divine reset. There's a, there's a reset coming. There's a reset, you know, divine reset. And I believe that this is basically that reset. And you're absolutely right. You know, it makes a lot of sense. And you're right. People do look at matters of spirit too deep sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, that it's supposed to be like they see in movies and, you know, like it's going to be like, Thanos getting all the stones and then snapping and then everything just changes abruptly, you know. So, yeah, you're absolutely right about that. So looking at it from uh, the political stance and even the, the educational stance, how would somebody even view or trust our system after this. Do you think do you Damn. think that they look at it more as I trust that government works, the process works more now when I see that they took the time to count it, to do things. They took four days, get this thing in order. I can trust the system now. Do you think this reestablishes that? I, I I think it does. Um there's a definitely a renewed sense of trust in our system, just for the exact reasons that you just said. Um, that the fact, it, I think a lot of us were frustrated because the process was taking so long, but right. I think it showed us that people are actually taking time to count, you know, ballots that are coming in, mail-in ballots, uh, you know, the election day ballots and mm, all of that. People right. are actually taking the time, um, and it shows that it does actually uh, work, and yeah. it's the, the system is doing what it was designed to do. And, that, and, and that's interesting because we talked, uh, I remember – a couple of years ago, we talked about Stacey Abrams sure. and how you you were saying that, especially being a former Atlanta resident, yeah. like you know for a fact, like yeah, that was that there was some mess going on with that. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if she's the one saying, "Ha ha, I told you so." <laughs> right. At this point, I saw an article this morning from CNN saying, uh, "Revenge is a dish best served blue." Mm. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. Stacey Abrams. Blue wave, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm not going to lie. We filmed uh, something the other night, Pastor Sam, and you said, I believe it's going to be a blue wave that's going to hit uh, America. And and sure enough, here we are, Prophet. Here we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes I just be talking and, and the Lord just, just get on in there. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's, that's true. And believe it or not, a lot of, there were there were two particular are areas that really turned the tide and that was the military and the mail-in ballots Mm -hmm. the very things that he negated trump negated during he told his followers not to do the mail-in ballots yeah now you're wondering oh well why (laughs) all these mail-in ballots well let's be fair though so they, there was an unusual turnout it's huge. from for sure. early for sure. voting for sure. and election night um, yeah. pollsters. Yeah. And what I mean by that is this was a record year for the election. Yeah. Yeah. More people voted this year than ever yeah, before in history. Before. Yeah. yeah. Number one. Number yeah, the numbers two, are up. Joe Biden, even though he had the most votes because he's going to win the popular vote, they haven't finished counting in California or the mm-hmm. West Coast, so Oregon and Washington and some of the other states, right? But number two, Trump would have had, technically for being technical, the second largest number of votes yeah. in, the in the history of our election. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there was a huge turnout across both so sides of, yeah. of, of business. Right? So, so what does that say about America as a socially? What does that say? If, if, if that was, if, I mean, it really was a fight. I mean, that was a fight. Like, that was... 
I mean, forget WWE, forget UFC. <laughs> that was a fight for real. Like, and you're talking about mindsets, and you're talking about in complete polar opposites, these two. Like, that was a real fight. So, socially, what do y'all think of where America I know, Bright, I see your head, I see your t- uh, wheels turning over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to preface this because I don't, normally I have the extreme perspective. Yeah. But uh, to go back to kind of what uh, Armani said earlier when he said that the process did what it was supposed to do, I take that and like Pastor Sam would say, I go maybe a little bit deeper. Yeah. Because uh, it sparked a revival. A revival. Uh, there were two different mm. revivals going on. Come on, man. One to awaken to combat the change and one to awaken to let you know that they were going to maintain wow what the status was the we like we were talking earlier we thought the com- the country had come further than it or actually had shown us we thought we made a whole lot more advancements but i think this election showed us that there's still a big population that wants to keep america the way it was yeah. because i think we have given president trump too much credit for the climate and temperature of america Mm. I, bl- I believe he just facilitated the flow so people could show you who they really were. Wow. And there are a lot of people who were riding with that horse with President Trump that now once he's gone, they're going to have to be accountable. And I think what it did, it helped a lot of minorities understand that, hmm, we really haven't progressed the way we thought we right. progressed. Yeah. And uh, it's... Maybe a little weird, but we really can't tip our hats to President Trump for exposing America and showing yep. showing. He did us his like job. He he really <laughs> he wasn't an instrument of change because right. uh, we were asleep, and he is really the instrument that made everybody become woke now because yeah. he has done so much. And the reason he lost a lot of the military was because remember a long time ago he started saying a lot of derogatory things toward the military. Yeah. And yeah. this was the first time you'd ever had high-ranking military officials whose discipline and our uh, our backbone is structure, honor, and respect. Yeah. And they were speaking out openly, not behind closed doors. They were publicly saying they are not on board with the commander-in-chief. You've mm. never seen yeah, never straight seen, defiance. You've never yeah. seen generals, the yeah. highest ranking, say, nope. we're, not, we're not agreeing with that. Wow. So... I think we kind of didn't count on that part. So when you had a lot of the absentee ballots from the military coming in, the military will never let you disrespect the military. Oh, no. All the branches. No. So I mean, it, it doesn't matter what's going on, but the minute you disrespect the military, yeah. uh, you've lost that power. But I think President Trump really let America see like, hey, yeah, we are this country, and that's why he was trying to keep it no mail-in ballots. Uh, <laughs> that that bit him, that came back to Biden, but he was trying to keep the country what it really was. Yeah, we just didn't believe it was. It was really we the case. We didn't believe the country was as bad as our president was behaving. Yeah, but in actuality, oh, our country was actually what made our president. So our, our president was just a reflection of half the country. Oh, wow. This election and, should not have been this close. And you know what's so interesting when you say that. It really does. It re, it really does uh, show you the deeper meaning because a lot of evangelicals were saying that 
Trump is exposing America. Trump is doing this with our government. He's doing so in all actuality, like you said, he did he did his job. He yeah. did what he he has been the most entertaining president. <laughs> nah, man. Because, because <laughs> no, nothing's going to beat George and, W. And Bush uh, <laughs> g- getting the uh, getting the shoes thrown at him. I'm sorry. Now, now, now that, that was entertaining. But President Trump has given us so many hot takes yeah. and so many things to make us yeah. be introspective about where we really stand. Right. And Yeah, the lines are clearly drawn. And clearly. Like, you really can't hide now is yeah sure you're one or the other there is no yeah. lukewarm yeah and what i want to make sure I, I i add that i think was very very uh overlooked sometimes mm-hmm. we as minorities blacks hispanics anyone that's not american that's the best way i'll put that okay when you when you when you check your the traditional uh, american I yes guess. so when the political parties were created it did not have, yes, the Democratic and Republican parties back in 1787, we were still slaves. So this system is what I have a problem with because no matter who we elect to be president, if the system was created without minorities or blacks in mind, it doesn't matter if it's President Trump, Joe Biden, President Obama, whoever, the system never included us. Yeah, yeah. So, I we I have, we, I have, wrote, we wrote the system, but it right. it wasn't yes. there for us. So yeah. so yeah. I have and fought for it. I have died for it. I have tempered enthusiasm about a system that never included me. So it's like, yeah. no matter who you move or put in it, it's still the same system. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's sort of the same situation with the police department. Mm-hmm. Until you fix the system. It doesn't matter what you do. You yeah. have to create a new system. Well, so let's be, let's be fair with this one though. I want I want to present two point of views. I'm going to juxtapose this conversation. Yes. What that means, I'm going to introduce it's a little bit of conflict. Yes, sir. So the first conflict I'm going to introduce is President Trump had more African Americans vote for him this year. In the middle of the crisis, right? In the middle of racial injustice, particularly black men. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. So you're talking about a system that wasn't made for us, but you still got the slaves running back to the slave owner saying, hey, master, don't forget about me. So that's number one. Number two, there were more white men that voted for the change we should have been fighting for ourselves. They voted so, for white. So <laughs> yeah. that, that's almost like when Moses got the children of Egypt out from Pharaoh. Once they started and they got out, the mentality still wanted to go back. back yeah. Wait, wait, wait. We, we didn't even leave Egypt yet. And that, and that's, at, least, that's, at least the children of Israel left Egypt before they talked about going back. This now is us after we elected Biden is us walking out of Egypt in a way. Now I want to present another perspective. So, so first, my first one was we had the African-American men who voted more for Trump than they did last year. Right. Number two, then they voted period. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. And they voted Republican. Yeah. Yes. Number two, more white men voted for Biden, Mm -hmm. voted for the change. Number three, Biden's stance was, to do the changes that you were talking about. Now, we have a responsibility to hold him accountable, but the fact that he was still running on defunding the police yeah. to present change to the structure of the systematic oppression they provided, and I also think that has to go another step further to the court system as well, because if you defund the police and you restructure their organization, you also have to restructure the 
organization that sends the men to jail. Yeah. Yes. Because that's still overpopulated with African-American men more than anything else because they're private prisons that are benefiting off the backs of free labor. Which is interesting, too, because that would be one reason why most black men voted for Trump because of Kamala Harris's stance with putting so many black men in Mm -hmm. jail in California, you know? So, yeah. So, Mm -hmm. but here's the interesting thing about that. The subject matters that you were talking about, defund the police and, and, and the stuff with the military and things like that. That was very early, early on. Statistically, the mail-in ballots were majority, almost 90% of them were majority Democrat favored. Absolutely. The the tradition is is that Republicans walk in to vote. Yeah. Yes. And more Democrats mail in to vote. And it that's what came back. Excuse me. That's what came back and really got them. Mm-hmm. Because early in the campaign, that's when all those issues were coming up. That's why he wanted to stop the election. He yes, said yeah, that election yeah. night, he walked out there saying, I won this thing. <laughs> Don't count no more votes, yep. even though they already had them in there. Yeah, they were already in. They just hadn't been counted yet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was the Talking early, about illegal votes. It was, yeah. Your little, uh, <laughs> man. Who would think that the post office would be the unsung hero? Right, right. To, to the, and my, and my mom, God bless her. My mom just retired from the post office this year. God bless her. Yeah, soul. God bless her, man. So, 40, 42 years. Lord, yeah, forty-two years at the post office, and and it's so funny because she said this in, I think she said it in June. She said Biden's going to win by mail-in because it, he, you could tell mm-hmm. because it's something about that mail-in ballot. And, and I don't know what it is about Democrats; they always because she processed the mail, mm-hmm. and she would say, "I don't know what it is. It was always blue." Those 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 ballots coming in were always blue. They were always blue. You know, people always voted. Because it was a lot of seniors, people mm-hmm. that, you know, stuff like that. So they couldn't get out, people in the hospital, things like that. That's another thing. Yep. You had more older white men who voted for Biden. Yeah. Which changes the landscape of everything. Yeah. Because right. it, am I happy that the country, that they're more woke under Trump? Absolutely. Yeah. Because with that, even though you still had a large piece of America that voted for him, you have a lot more that were against him. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, uh, you know, scripturally speaking, it's like Elisha talking to his uh, his servant. And when they were surrounded by the Syrians, uh, the, the servant goes to Elisha and says, oh, man, we're surrounded. And Elisha says, go back and look again. Lord, open his eyes. And the moment yeah. he opened his eyes, he saw that there were more for them. Than against them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Chariots of fire. Listen, fire. And, that, and that's what we're looking at right now. <laughs> we're looking at there being more yep. for change more for revival more for creativity and innovation yeah. and changing what we've done yeah. for hundreds of years oh yeah then who are trying who are trying to remain the same and we're about to see some amazing creativity come up out of this we're mm-hmm. about to see some incredible creativity and innovation in education in pastoral care out of the military and, and just in art and media we're about to see some amazing stuff come out of this what I don't want America to do, and I don't want us to miss, is now, since there'll be a new president coming in, that we don't relax, right? Because yeah. President yeah. Trump kept us yeah. awake, and we yeah. we stayed. Yeah. We were so yes. awoke, yeah. And on everything he yeah. did, and that's why I say Biden definitely he, gonna have to. He gonna have to work. Oh, we got, and we got a hold. Oh of the yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, for sure. As a matter of fact, not just him, the party. Yep, yeah, the yes. party has for to sure. be. See, there, there is you are you talking about checks and balances. 
You're about to see some checks and balances, which leads me to what I was going to say earlier. This Ice Cube platinum plan uh, production for Black America, whatever his thing is called. Biden was very adamant about, I want to see it. I want to plug in with it. You know, this is what we got. He did a 46-page. Yes, it's a 46-page uh, layout of plan. Yeah, it's I haven't just, read it either. It's supposed to be online, but I haven't had a chance to read it yet. But they it's said very it, detailed. So you you looked at it. Yes, it's very detailed. And he actually lays out specific uh, requirements. And it's, it's pretty much what he's saying is he'll, the black community wants this for you to do. Like, you, for us to support you, we need this. It's almost like how a long time ago when uh, Chuck D was compromising with Nike and battling. Like, hey, right, right, right. If we're giving you all this money, you need to come back to us. Yeah. So it's just a more detailed version of that, but it's, it's very specific. And initially he was listening and sitting down with President Trump because President Trump actually wanted to hear it. Right. And everybody just kind of oh, went left on Oh, they tore him up. But they, he they, was, can, they tried to cancel him. But he was, yeah. he was yeah. really trying to see, like, Who's going to do more than lip service? Yep. And it doesn't matter who it's. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Let's just get to the the result or get to the mission. But yeah. it, it's a very um detailed plan. Okay. Four. Yeah. I heard it was forty six pages, and Trump's was one. <laughs> <laughs> it was one page. It was literally a sheet, like a, a like almost like a brochure. Like this is these are the points, etc. Because he was like, well. I'll do this, but what I would do is I would put somebody in place and then let them deal with it, you know, kind of thing. So he'll just say yes and then just put his guy there and then then things. That's how it mostly is ran, you know. We think about most heads of leadership. The CEO doesn't bother with the the payroll. Yeah. They just care that the person who's in charge of payroll takes care of paying the paying the folks. So with that said, who would you say Biden would put in that, I, the first phase that popped in my mind would probably be Cory Booker, to do what? To to head that. Which 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 space of cabinetry are you talking about? To uh, I don't know about the cabinetry. He may even create a place in the cabinet for something like that. You know, uh, which would make sense. You mm-hmm. know, considering the times that we're in, to create a cabinet for you know, you can't necessarily class it under diversity. I would probably say it would probably be. I'm not sure. Maybe something connected to justice, maybe to e- equality or something, or maybe I don't know. But but it sounds. I'm. I guess my question to you is who or to y'all would be who would you see in that space to kind of lead the charge in taking up from Biden's administration of of exercising. It better this. not be Betsy Devoe. Tell you that. No. This time's her. <laughs> I coordinate. Idiot. Sorry, man. Listen, listen. I'll be. I'll be honest. I think that because Stacey Abrams, if I'm not mistaken, now correct me if I'm wrong. How much political experience does she have, Stacey? Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of in terms of a, a large seat, because I know that she ran for governor, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. And and she and she didn't win the election because of some you know back yeah, seat. Yeah, a little voter irregularity, kinda. right? Quote unquote. <laughs> if it, if it were me, if she doesn't have anything like that in terms of Senate. Congress or something along those lines, I think that may be a good space for her because now it's teaching her how to work with multiple parties at the same time and learning how the system works. But I have a problem with that, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, in the in the world of you know uh, feminist movement, 
I think that she would get personal and use that as a way to kind of be like, you know, ladies first kind of thing and to, and put her personal interest in it. Not, I'm not saying she would do that, but I'm concerned about that because, you know, it's, it's because I noticed that in the, with this Trump situation too, it's almost kind of put this little bit of rift between black men and women to where black women are starting to basically say, you know, girl power and, and all that. And that's, that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. But they seem to only exercise unity with us when it's one of us getting killed by police or if it's one of us getting harassed or something like that. Not necessarily in general. I don't really see a general consensus of supporting black men. I still think that I think that women, black women, are just unifying and closing ranks, and they they getting theirs. God bless them. But as a whole, the only time we seem to come together on both sides is when there's a situation like a like a, a George Floyd or an an Ahmad or you know or you know or whatever. So it's it's you know you know the defund the police and the black lives matter stuff is rooted in that sure but all of the black lives matter people are all led by women the organization led by women all all this every time you see memes on Kamala Harris it's all about her being a woman it's never about her experience it's never about what she knows it's never about her accomplishments it's just about the fact that she's a lady you know that's that's it you know and and even in her behavior at the debate, you so, know. So you're talking about the qualification is she's a black woman. She's a black woman. That's it. And and putting Stacey Abrams in that spot is great. And I think that Stacey could do, uh, I don't want to, I, I think she, is she a doctor? I don't want to like disrespect her title. Okay. But I think that Stacey's a great candidate for it. But I really, 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 really think that it's time to put some men in place. Well, you asked about that specific place, and when you yeah. said Cory Booker, I disagreed because I think he should be a part of the cabinet. He will be. I think he will be, and I, I would not doubt if they either created a spot. Oh no, that. they can give him something right away. I don't like. I feel. Like, I'm talking about in, in regard to that particular situation. Mm -mm. You know, I think like, he needs to take on because you're talking about black men not having the opportunities that black women do have, yeah. at least within politics, or to lead certain of these movements. Right. I think a better place for him would be like a secretary of state or something along those lines. Oh yeah. Now I definitely you know? see. So I don't Corey think Booker they, doing I don't think like they that. need to create something just to give it to him and say, here you go, Mr. Black. Oh Man. no, 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 not that way. I'm talking about along with that. Oh yeah. He could just take that right underneath his, uh, his uh, department. Like that could be something where he, he, he pieces together a, a game plan as a secretary yeah. of state and, yeah. and people who are under his regime could take care of that. But if they did give it to him, but I personally think that someone needs to put a personal touch on it who reports directly to the president right. and and mans that position. Yeah. Because what, what you don't want to have happen is that position getting lost in the in, in the vein of empty promises. Yep. Mm -hmm. Right. Because what what we have a tendency to do is to say, I want to create this position. We're gonna we're gonna develop it, we're gonna make it we make it all sound good, but then when it comes time for the work to be done for it, oh, yeah. it gets lost oh, in the yeah, shuffle. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I think what we need with that one, instead of putting it uh, a part of the cabinet and having it underneath the umbrella of what someone's already doing, right? I think it needs to have full visibility. Someone needs to communicate what they're doing consistently. 
And uh, I think in doing that, the promises that have been made during the campaign are, are held accountable. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I guess that when you talk it that way, it makes me think of Homeland Security, mm-hmm. you know, how Homeland Security mm-hmm. came about and everybody was like, well, how are we going to integrate this? So they created an entire division just for that. And it was under the umbrella of the attorney general by way with the military. I may be wrong in that, but that's kind of like a parent. That's kind of like yes. a parent situation. But it had its own face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and, got and its own and trackability thing. and accountability. Right, right. You know, it's not like ICE or anything like that, but it's it has its own kind of kind of placement there. You know, because ICE and TSA and all that, they kind of they kind of shake hands with all of that. So that's all that's a different kind of thing. together. Right. I got you. So that but it but it but that is the face of it. That's what I'm saying. That's how I think it should be. Oh, like if you're that. talking about that, man, Keith Ellison. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Out of Minnesota Attorney General of Minnesota yeah. taking That's over true. the George uh, yeah. Ford case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, he all, would yeah, be he, good for that. One hundred percent. He is a total beast. Yeah. Like, yeah, he would be good for that. So Absolutely. yeah, that makes sense. So that's how I was seeing it would be like that. Like if it if it came to that, again, putting it makes it legal. You, you're putting mm, yeah. a seal on it. You know what I'm saying? And that person has to have the right amount of experience as a lawyer right. to understand the laws and how to, as uh, as we say, manipulate them. Interpret, in yeah, inter- yeah, yeah, interpret them. And De- I, decipher. And yes, I think, yeah, there you thing. go. There you go. And I think that was the big disappointment with former, you know, AG uh, Eric Holder. I think that was a big problem there, especially with Trayvon Martin. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one of those things where it was like, man, I thought you were going to do something about this. You the AG, like you're the, you're the. They the, report to you, right? You are the black dude in charge. You are the H block. Like you would have thought that he would have been <laughs> more see. like a Robert Kennedy, <laughs> right? And yes. how Robert Kennedy was when he going came into, out to the mob and all absolutely. that, absolutely. Yeah. Or even for for civil rights, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I remember watching the Robert Kennedy documentary. Go check it out on Netflix. Um, the Robert Kennedy oh, it documentary. Good. It is good. And and he was the one who, even though he wasn't necessarily for Dr. Martin Luther King in the very beginning, right. he ended up fighting and, and yeah. standing in agreement with yeah. the civil rights movement. Well, he realized he was in a bubble, you know. I mean, in, in that Kennedy, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. you know, bubble, you know. I mean, at that time, especially in the 60s. They, they, didn't, have, they didn't have social media. Yeah, they did, and they didn't have a whole, even the black community in Boston, you know, they were looked at as like aggravators and, you know, you know, they're troublemakers and stuff like that. And dare I say, even King was seen that way to a certain degree. It was the way the media was presenting it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Which is another change that I really believe is going to happen. Have you noticed how Fox News has been very quiet this week? Like oh, they, yeah. they have not... <laughs> yeah, I was intentionally going back and forth between Fox and I was CNN too, just man. to I was kind of too. see the difference. Yeah, man, man, Fox has taken and conf- yeah. like they they're like yon yon, bro. Like, I, I, I think I think they're glad <laughs> Trump is on his way out. Yeah, if you sure. remember in the beginning of his of his of his uh, of his election against Hillary, he had that issue with one of their main commentators. Yep, mm-hmm. and then yep, after yep. that election, she was removed mm-hmm. basically. Oh yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, I think she had that sh- the shut up and dribble comments as well, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. but but yeah. still. You know, they've had to do a whole lot of different ways that they present media due to Trump. Well, even the moderator for the, what was it, the second one? The first one. The first one. He was the one 
that basically he was Fox News. He mm-hmm. basically like told Trump, like, listen, listen, you know, what are you doing? Like he he was the first Fox report I've ever seen. Hold him accountable. That hold held him accountable. Yeah. He yeah. called him out and he was like, he he dang near stopped the interview. Said that's not true. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. lying. Yeah. Like he I mean, from far, I'm surprised he still has a job. Yeah. To be honest with you, I, I, man, but I think you, I think they gave Fox more ratings. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Nope. <laughs> oh, I, of course it did. I would like to see how Fox News now uh, revamps their broadcasting because yeah. you had a lot of people that were spewing this rhetoric yep. that was not truthful. Right. And now I want to see. Okay, now that President Trump is gone, will the people still hold you as credible? Because we just watched you for three years. Lying, yeah, like Man, literally endorsed, bad. and just, and I mean, go down with the ship. Yeah. So now, brutal. When there's someone else, I want to see just where's your following or who's your backing yeah. because that again will show you more of where we really are. And the last time we saw this from Fox was Monica Lewinsky. That's the last time we saw this. Yes. They completely flipped the script and went ham on President Clinton. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. tore him. Up and that's when they went the conservative route and they saw their numbers spike and they were like, This is the way to go. Mm-hmm. And they've been riding that train since what was that, 98? 98. Yeah, they've been riding that train since 1998, over 20 years. Fox has made billions of dollars off of a conservative, uber conservative stance. And they're like you said, they're revamping their 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 like, traction here. Like Sean Hannity's been very calm and oh, quiet. Yeah. Like Normally he just yeah going he's been church mouse quiet. Yep, like he just he just reads that prompter. Hearing gets a off mouse the pissing on cotton <laughs> quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, he's he's been real with that thing, man. Just reading I, that thing and getting off of the air. Yeah, I am definitely going to be interested, particularly over these next couple of days. Yeah, just, just watch how people, particularly yeah. within the uh, Republican Party, right, how they respond. Uh, if you've, if you've paid attention, you know, everyone's been like, count the legal vote. Yeah. And and yeah. their interpretation yeah. of legality right. is different than Trump's perspective. Right. Absolutely. Right. Trump's right. mad because right. they continue to count yeah. beyond yeah. election night. Right. Yeah. When he was announced winner of the election night uh, four years ago. Yeah. yeah. And Mitch McConnell and some of the other conservative leaders have been saying, well, just count the legal votes. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've got a lot of victories yeah. in this yeah. in this House of Representatives. Oh, yeah. they they and, and, Now, they're fine. I mean, listen. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and if you don't, and if you if you hear the language of Trump, why, if the Democrats were stealing the election the way that he's spewing it, wouldn't that change the House and the Senate within those states? Absolutely. So Arizona, Georgia, how come it's only you that's having the problem? Yeah. So Pennsylvania. Yeah. Go ahead. That speaks yeah. more to the the acumen, to where it's just we've never had a person that's supposed to be the leader be this reckless. And just mm. blatantly, and I don't want to be, you don't want to be disrespectful. Special Ed, never- I got you. Don't worry about it. That's why DeVoe's the, the secretary of education in this country. You know, they went to the same private school. They went to the same. You've private never seen this type of ignorance from yeah. the leader. Like, as a military veteran, I have never been more ashamed to be an American. Man, in this moment, that says a lot. That says a lot because no matter what goes on, the outside country is looking at us like, "What are y'all doing?" We complain about communism in other countries, and we have this mess. 
to where it's like a three-year-old just having a temper tantrum. Man. I remember that that last press conference he had. I I remember it. I was driving home and just listening to him. As soon as he walked out, it he just started with complete and utter lies. Yeah, and he just he just wrote that for the entire fifteen minutes that he was talking. Man, and I'm just like. So you just you just gonna lie like that and it, <laughs> we have, we have and, evidence evidence like what where's the evidence millions and millions you know, of I, ballots I would be okay with you suing if you had evidence evidence yeah but you yeah. have none yeah you you you're just mad because you're losing but so with rhetoric, that so with that said do, going back to my first question do you think he's gonna go out quietly oh no he's not listen <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all. Me personally, just me, please don't misconstrue what I'm about to say. Okay. I need my president to give me one more going out the door. He has been entertaining. That is so I funny. need him I, to go I, out with I a need, fight. I need, I, need, I need this to happen. This, this is what I'm expecting. I think what's going to happen behind closed doors of the White House, they're going to have the military troops walk escort in there. And that's, and that's what them. Biden said at the, at, at the, um, at the uh, uh, debate. He said... I would have military. No, he had a did an interview with, with CNN. Well, I don't think them. I don't think because Biden won't be sworn in at that time. I yeah. think what's going to happen is because I don't see Trump getting off on that chopper. Yeah, see, I need him quietly, to fuss. Yeah. I need him to fuss the whole way to the helicopter. Well, and everything. I don't. I don't, I need, I don't even think he's going to gonna be there. I think what's going to happen is he's I think they're going to quietly escort him to a limo and then drive him go. off. And, and and in the quiet of the night, he's going to leave a day or two earlier. I mm-hmm. promise. I need him to get So you don't one think more. he's going to even be at the swearing? I don't end. think he's going to be at the swearing. This man has wow. he has shown there is no respect of structure, authority, or law. And so, to be fair, he hasn't had to have that because he's a multiple. Multi- we don't know how yeah. many billions of dollars he doesn't have. I think I think he maybe have a, a couple hundred million dollars. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know he bankrupt seven times. But but seven. Listen but now times. now in the same breath, I will acknowledge he is about to be. Uh, oh, his brand is he, through the roof. He's about to make so much money because, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Either way, if you hate him, you're going to buy the book to see what the hate is. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you support and you're him, you're going to that library. Yes, no, you're, you're going to go to that library. Sure. So he's he's going to write Trump a book library. and tell the secrets. Yep. Yeah. So, and that that's that's really my biggest thing. Like, I wonder if the people who are under him are worried because. He has shown if he's going down, he's going to take it all. He's going to put oh, yeah. it all out there. So I, I really think exposure is going to happen through like, through this transition process. You're going to see a lot of stuff come out. We're watching a 74-year-old man have a temper tantrum in the highest office of the free <laughs> My country in the world. Grade is not even this bad. <laughs> <laughs> Just accept it and go on. He has been so entertaining to me. Like He has lowered the bar in ways that have just been uh, – I don't know. And my biggest concern is what really can President-elect Joe Biden do? Because the, this mess that has been created, this isn't going away right away. Like, what What is what is now? Has he said what his agenda is for the first hundred days that he wants I to think do? He's going to handle the coronavirus. I think yeah. we're going to be locked down again. The first thing. I don't th- I don't think it's going to be a lockdown like it was in March. I think he's going to put some restrictions and implement some curfews that probably need to be implemented to an extent. You know what? I, I I want to bring this up too. Did we just gloss over how our president, current president, said he had the virus, and then two days later he's like, he's good, and no, yeah. no, nobody's like, well, hey. t- well, today, the Secretary of State 
maybe yes, positive. came out positive. Yeah, well, well, the, his chief of staff, yeah. his so, chief of staff. I so Trump's chief of staff had the coronavirus, and he's been close within that environment of everybody. Yeah. Wow. But again, but wait. Now, now let's talk about the fact that they've had four cases of COVID in the White House. But yeah. the president got it. Special ed for outbreaks. But the president got it, and apparently has been cured quicker than anybody else. And he is the geriatric population, which is yeah, that's one of the most high at risk. risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was cured two, three days. Yeah. By some mysterious vaccine that we supposedly we don't we don't know. Yeah. And we just gonna let this slide. He has been able to do so much foolishness and we just turn a blind eye. Yeah. I'm just like not Obama. Obama no, couldn't yeah. even wear a khaki suit without right. him talking about right. that man. Right. A khaki right. suit. So and this man's talking about uh, they're cheating in Georgia and they're cheating in Pennsylvania and all oh, the people of Philadelphia. They're so very crooked. He came so out very and said crooked he people. won himself. That was it for me. He came out and said he won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, even I, I think I checked his uh, Twitter page just when I checked it. It was over an hour ago and that was today. And he still said he won. So, so here's the thing too. Also, still said he won. He was. We won about election night, <laughs> and we won by millions and millions of votes. Go back and check the record. Everything uh, is always we, we won and by millions of votes. Everything he's done is always by millions and millions. He's millions helped. And millions. He's or helped lots of millions lots. and millions of black people and done millions and millions of things. Let me tell you something. I've done more for the black community than Abraham Lincoln. Right, right, right. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Go check the record. But you know what's interesting too is that now that. Is switched over. Now we got somebody else in there. You look back and you see all those things. Like you're, like you guys are literally going down memory lane with this. <laughs> it's it, and it it's comedic. When you think about it now, yeah. like now That's that it's switched over, it's like since 2016. This is crazy. This <laughs> if, if you go back insane. to it, there on Netflix is a Trump documentary, and Trump has always spoken the same language. Yeah. We've just never paid attention. Yeah. Yes. It's always lots and lots and millions. They were talking millions about a Trump airline yeah. and yeah. how it, oh, it, it totally crashed and it, it died it, a yeah. horrible death. Yeah. You know, it, like it, it almost, literally crashed, but it didn't do well. I mean, listen, <laughs> and he says, we have millions and millions of planes and I think we're going to go after Delta. I don't know. Uh, Continental. We're going to go after them and we're going to take over the entire East he's, Coast. He's speaking things that are not as though they were. Oh, no, <laughs> the, the man of God was giving us fables and, 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 and falsehood. That's what he's been giving us. Like he's been allowed to spark riots just off of saying anything like he said he's going to take it to the supreme court supreme court but you know the actual law is it has to start at the state level yeah before it can get to the supreme court right he has a population of his followers that think that thinks it just goes straight to the supreme court right again showing lack of acumen (laughs) (laughs) yeah but this is our leader yeah so again this reflects on all of us as in, as a country, as a country, and yeah. it's just like, this is the system. This is the system that I'm supposed to believe the next person coming into office is going to help change. Like wow. President Obama did so much for foreign policy and just building better relationships and making the United States credible. Mm-hmm. And this man has just trashed all of that, like in the blink of an eye. Yeah, the minute he got in office, it just went downhill. Wow! Wow! Well. With that said, that's a great way to close us out. <laughs> that's amazing. We can, Well, I thought this was going to end with a trilogy, but apparently we're going to have to do this again. <laughs> we got to do this Another again. Another one. <laughs> we got to do this again. We got to do it again. I think next time, though, I'd like to do a, a 
this is speaking openly, but I would like to do a video version of, of this one next time. Don't put me on camera. I, th- I think this would be so funny if people saw this because it, it is so funny, man. Yeah, wear your mushroom, Get Bill. Mushroom. Wear your mushroom, <laughs> Bill. Mushroom put it together. Yeah, it's going to be dope, man. It's going to be dope. Bill. I heard somebody got you whipped there, Marcus. <laughs> Wee. Bang, 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 bang. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm that sorry, was guys. <laughs> I'll bring my best behavior next time around. That's what we'll do. Listen. Hey, I want to thank y'all so much for being on the show, man. Thank you again to Double A Armani Alexander, the good doctor, and uh, Pat Doctor yeah, Doctor and uh, Pastor Sam Fitton, and my man Antonio Bright. God bless all three of y'all. Thank y'all so much. So, in conclusion, we have a new president, and I think the best thing to do is just to. Sit back and enjoy the ride. And Stay get woke. It's going to be a ride for sure. Stay woke. Come on. <laughs> it ain't over till the fat man sings. Man, come on, man. This is good. This He'll be singing in January. We're about to see some very creative TV. Stay woke. <laughs> don't, let, don't let a new president uh, give you complacency. Man. Stay, keep that same energy like yeah. President yeah. Trump was in office. Yeah. Do yeah, not get sure. laxed on this. Sure. Do don't not let the Black Lives on. Movement matter become fashionable yeah yeah that's true and lose the power like we've let a whole lot of things kind of distract us yep we need to now get back to that same fight because as it's still going on there are still black men being shot dead yeah and uh there was just a case a while back that happened but so we want to make sure that we stay oh yeah the case in washington yes and we need to make sure we pray for kamala harris yeah yeah that young lady is about to Face, intimidation, discrimination. Oh yeah, sexism. First black woman, yeah, first female, sure. first then, Asian, then first all say, that. Then after all the intimidation and everything, then they're going to say she's a black woman. Yeah, so they're going to come after yeah. her. So we need to always make sure we definitely pray her for her and keep her lifted up in a positive, and not be so quick to bite at her yeah. if yeah. she does something wrong. Yeah. And and for President Biden, I mean he's sure. he, let's just pray he let's just pray he. Can be president. I pray we'll yeah. all be ready. <laughs> yeah, we gotta oh pray. Lord gotta Jesus. gotta pray for him because he's he's up 77. there. He's yeah, he's up there. So I think seventy nine. Joe Biden. Yeah, I'm tell you this. Joe he's Biden so old we there. don't know his age. If, if you just so happen to listen to this, you got two to three years to forgive my student loans. <laughs> listen, and I want my fifteen thousand on my down payment. Come on, all come on, it. all that. I want, all of it. I want you to meet your promises, <laughs> sir. Rep- reparations. Do what you said you're gonna do. Well, guys, thank y'all so much. God bless y'all. Next week, join us where we're going to talk about the power source of a creative, which is the power of prayer. I have some intercessors that are joining me, and you guys don't want to miss that. So for now, enjoy your new president. Welcome, number 46. God bless y'all. So uh, before we go, I want to do one small thing, and you know what it is. Uh, You guys need to go to the altar in prayer go to the altar if you have not received jesus christ as your lord and savior i i urge you to have that relationship with him now i urge you to connect with a faith-based believer a bible-based believer a person who has a heart of christ and let them lead you to the cross and when you do that, connect with a Bible-based ministry. Of course, you can go online. All the churches now are virtual, and uh, that's really about to increase now. Uh, check out any of the churches that are online that are Bible-based and uh, love the Lord and have and talk about relationship, 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 relationship with Christ. That is key. God bless every single one of y'all. Remember, you have purpose as a creative. 
And God wants to make use of it to not only be a blessing for you, but to help move his kingdom forward through you. I'm Antoine Bean. That was Go Creator Go. Y'all be blessed. Peace. Go Creator Go was recorded at the studios of Triumph Media Works in Memphis, Tennessee. For more information, check out our website at triumphmediaworks.com and follow us on social media at Go Creator Go on Facebook and Instagram. Also, the Go Creator Go journal and book is released now on Amazon. You can order it right now at AntoineBean.com. A-N-T-O-I-N-E-B as in baby, E-A-N-E. Check out AntoineBean.com for all the latest concerning Go Creator Go and our books and materials and other merchandise. Y'all be blessed. I will see y'all next week. Peace.